this was a huge operation and it was not something we could have done alone. I mean, we've had the help of the entire Chicagoland community. From Chicago Studies and the Program on the Global Environment at the University of Chicago, this is Hidden Gems, Quarantine Edition. Where we discuss the implications of shelter in place by bringing special guests, student voices, and feel-good features from our homes to yours. I'm Kimika. I'm Julia. And I'm Sophia. In this episode, we take a closer look at how Chicago businesses are coming together to produce essential goods, such as hand sanitizer, and distribute them to people in need. We chat with Sonat Bernecker Hart, the president and co-founder of Koval, a local craft distillery that has transformed its operations to make, donate, and sell hand sanitizer to fight the spread of COVID-19. We ask, what does it take for businesses to shift production so quickly? and keep employees safe in the process. How has the Chicagoland community, including donors, distillers, and distributors, come together to get hand sanitizer to first responders and consumers? One of the distillers at the forefront of this effort is Koval. Koval was established just over a decade ago in 2008, but their claim to fame is that they were the first craft distillery to open in Chicago since the mid-1800s. Koval's president, Sonat, has long-standing ties to Chicago, but she hasn't always been part of the craft distillery scene. In 2008, she left behind a tenured academic career to open Koval, along with her husband, Robert. We wanted to know why. Well, I love Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I was always trying in one way or another to get back to Chicago. You know, I feel as if life has many chapters. And while I was a tenured professor, my husband was the deputy press secretary for the Austrian embassy, and we reached a certain you know, level within our careers where they could remain very comfortable. <laughs> we decided that there are some things more important. And what we determined were the factors that were most important for us was that we wanted to work together. We wanted to be close to family, and we wanted to be in a city that we loved. So moving to Chicago and doing that checked off all of those boxes. Robert does come from three generations of distillers in Austria, but he had uh, you know, gotten a PhD and had a completely different career, so he never really thought that he would be a distiller. Uh, but when we started really thinking about what we would do, it was a really intriguing opportunity. Under Sona and her husband's leadership, this Chicago family business grew into an international success with product sales in over 55 export markets. Koval has definitely made its mark in the distillery industry, but how did they get involved with quarantine production and hand sanitizer? Well, Julia, businesses like Koval have played an important role in fighting the coronavirus because the main ingredient to hand sanitizer is made all the time by distilleries even in regular times. It's a neutral grain spirit, which is essentially a very high-proof vodka. Mixed with glycerin and hydrogen peroxide, it becomes hand sanitizer. In fact, I read in the Chicago Tribune that a number of local distilleries, including Koval, but also Maplewood Brewery, CH Distillery, 28 Mile Vodka, and Copper Fiddle Distillery have all stepped up to contribute ingredients or produce hand sanitizer. You know, it's not just the distilleries that have participated in this community effort to help out during this crisis. There have been textile companies producing face masks, auto manufacturers making ventilators, and many more. Throughout the past few months, we've seen many individuals and groups rising to the occasion, 
but it takes a lot of work behind the scenes. For Koval, the decision to produce hand sanitizer accompanied a lot of other major changes in the way they do business during the pandemic. So we, you know, we saw what was coming because of our products being available in Europe. And since this wave of the virus had already washed over Europe, we saw how that was affecting businesses. And we had already started sort of shutting down our in-person operations at the distillery. This was unrelated to the shift that we needed to do for the hand sanitizer, but it was part of this whole shift we were doing for this whole pandemic environment. So we sent people home, I think it was about maybe even two weeks before there was the whole stay at home orders. So we were in this framework of change and of pivot already. And then we started thinking about, you know, that hand sanitizer was a much needed resource. It was already a much needed resource abroad. But before distilleries like Koval could kickstart hand sanitizer production in the U.S., they actually had to change the federal laws governing distilleries, as Sonat discusses. And so we were thinking about that for the United States, but it was actually illegal. It was a federal offense for a distillery that has a license for consumption to make alcohol for anything aside from consumption. So that required not just an effort on our part, but also an effort on the parts of many distilleries all across the United States that reached out to the federal government, our governing organization, the TTB, as well as our trade organization, Discus, to try and get this changed so that there would be a provision to the law to allow us to make hand sanitizer. So as we were working on it with many other distilleries in the U.S., we were collecting all of the ingredients. And then the minute it became legal, we had to completely get everything off the ground and get things organized. In fact, it wasn't even the first time that Sonat had worked to change the laws to help craft distilleries succeed and participate in their communities. When she and her husband founded Koval, they had to lobby the Illinois legislature to overturn prohibition-era laws that made it impossible for small craft distilleries to operate. I had to go get laws changed in Illinois to make it possible. We created the first craft distillers bill and craft distillers license that actually changed the entire business landscape in Illinois for craft distilling, allowing distillers to do tours, tastings, retail on site. None of that was legal uh, until we, we got that that passed. So it was an exciting time to be in a very new industry and at the forefront of it. The name Koval honors the tradition of whiskey making and entrepreneurship in Sonat and Robert's family. From its founding to the present moment, the business embodies pioneering spirit when it comes to doing things differently. With the federal law temporarily waived to allow distilleries to produce hand sanitizer, Koval set down a new path of innovation. We asked Sonat, how did that process play out? And so that was a, a huge process because it, it had so many layers. So first layer was obviously how to make the product. So we had to ship the production. We put all of the spirits production on one side, and then we shifted to have all of the bottling for hand sanitizer on the other side of the building so that they were separated out. We had to have different machinery and equipment for the hand sanitizer. We had to have a different safety protocol in place for making the hand sanitizer because we don't usually work with hydrogen peroxide, you know, <laughs> when we're making our regular products. The production was one part of it, but then there are the parts that I don't think of right away, which is the whole back end. You know, we had to create an entire computer system 
to follow this product from logging all of the ingredients that come in to the batches being produced to then where the batches go. So who did all those early batches go to? At first, they were donated to health workers and first responders. The initial drive and thrust was to make a few batches and provide that to those on the front lines of the crisis. And so we got the allowance to make hand sanitizer on a Thursday night from the federal government. That Monday, I was out delivering finished hand sanitizer, blue label bottled everything to the Chicago Police Department, uh, and then subsequently the fire department and hundreds of health organizations in and around the city. After we did that, we started getting so many requests for donations and they were telling us that they could not find hand sanitizer anywhere. And so we realized that we needed to do much, much more. At that point, Koval started fundraising to ramp up production. So then we had to figure out ways to raise funds so that we could continue to donate because while we as a company donated the initial amounts, we realized that we would donate ourselves into bankruptcy if we continued fulfilling all of the requests that we were receiving for hand sanitizer. So we started a GoFundMe campaign, started raising funds that way, started reaching out to other uh, businesses and foundations to see if they would be willing to help our efforts and get more hand sanitizer out to those on on the front lines, sort of becoming a conduit and a connection between organizations that wanted to help and those in need. Literally, we had people uh, donate to our GoFundMe campaign from Taiwan, England, Canada, all over the United States. These were fans of our whiskey or fans of Chicago that wanted to help our community. With donations pouring in, production took off. Koval opened a second supply chain selling hand sanitizer straight to businesses. We essentially started two new businesses related to the hand sanitizer. One was sort of functioning as a nonprofit, and the other one was uh, business to business. Then we had to create another entire backend that was related to business to business sales. And that involves all sorts of other systems. We had to integrate FedEx, we had to integrate an online retail component. These are things we've never done before because when you are a manufacturer of alcohol in Illinois, you can never self-direct. You have to go through the three-tier system. So these were completely new things that we had to learn and incorporate within basically a week. Koval also had to think of the health and safety of the people who are making it all possible, their employees. So we asked Sonat a question on the minds of many businesses these days, especially as cities start to reopen. What additional measures were put in place to protect Koval's workers? We were already in the mindset of figuring out ways to protect people well before there was a stay-at-home order. Our entire office staff, except for our vice president, who's managing this production, they went home early. Then, you know, it came to, all right, how are we protecting everybody that's still in the factory? So we have a very small number of people in the factory right now. I don't think it ever goes over about eight or seven even. And it's a 46,000 square foot facility. So it's very large, there's a lot of room to spread out, <laughs> which is good. That being said, when you're on a line, you know, filling up the hand sanitizer, you are closer to people. So then it's how do you deal with that? So we have fewer people on the line and sometimes only one person is filling up the hand sanitizer. But we're also lucky because, you know, as a distillery, we have very 
advanced masks to begin with because of dealing with small particles of grain. And when you deal with small grain particles, there's real danger of that going into your lungs and affecting you. So they have those masks, uh, which we're very happy that they had because that is a, is a really good protection. So we're, we're just doing whatever we can. One thing that most of us have become familiar with over the course of this pandemic is the importance of collective efforts. For Koval's transition to hand sanitizer, Sonat emphasized that every step of the process has required the whole team's support. My team has been Herculean in this effort. I mean, we've been, you know, we're like, surprise, we're making hand sanitizer, and now you have to learn a whole new process, and now we have to institute all these new ways of doing things. And oh, by the way, this comes with an entirely new computer system that we wrote overnight that needs to now be learned by everybody. So everyone was really all in, which was amazing. But I, I have to say, you know, in addition to all of that, I can't tell you how many group cries we've had, you know, with the photographs that have come in and the letters that have come in from people. And also just, you know, seeing other members of our community wanting to help. Amid this stressful and emotional process, other Chicago companies reached out offering to contribute to their efforts. We did a quote-unquote beer run uh, about a week ago, and what that really was was members of the brewing community of Chicago coming together saying, let's give our beer to Koval, and they'll distill it into high-proof alcohol, and then we can be also a part of this effort. So we distilled Metropolitan Brewing Company's beer, Temperance's beer, Goose Island's beer, so many other beers. I believe even like some of the big boys were in there because one of the beer distributors brought us tankers of beer. I think we even had Bud Light in there, you name it. And we distilled it all, and that became a big beer run of hand sanitizer to Mount Sinai Hospital and Holy Cross Hospital and so many other organizations around the city that were in desperate need of more hand sanitizer. And it wasn't just the beer companies who came together to make this transition possible. We've had the help of the entire Chicagoland community. Everyone from you know, logistics companies that normally deal with recycling to uh, Choose Chicago, which is a tourist organization that's helped us with delivering to an elevator company, Kone Elevator Company. And then we've had the assistance of bottle companies that provided us with some very hard to find small bottles and that we were able to recently donate then to Heartland Alliance for them to give out to everyone in their COVID shelters. So this has really truly been an entire community effort. Even the label companies that wanted to donate some labels uh, for us. And in doing so, we've been able to now donate over 3,000 gallons to those in need in the Chicagoland area. And we continue to try and find new ways to donate even more. Koval brought together raw ingredients and the collective power of people in businesses, transforming their distillery into not only a site of production, but also a means of connection and support during COVID-19. We really were all so humbled and inspired by being in a position at a time place where we were needed and we actually could do something. I think especially when a lot of people feel very helpless, stuck in their homes, well, that in itself is doing something incredibly important. 
being able to create a tool that can help fight this scourge was really an amazing experience. Koval is one business that saw a need in the community and creatively reimagined their existing operations to fill that need. Their hand sanitizer initiative inspired a broad coalition of businesses. In this time of hardship and societal reckoning, the same challenges that threaten to divide us can also bring communities together. When we choose collaboration, we inspire others to do the same. And as for Koval, Sonat hopes that examples like these will continue to inspire action. Maybe this kind of mode will stick, you know, and that we'll see this desire to, to look in every way possible to figure out how can I help my community. Maybe that will be part of the norm when this is also over and we, we go back to a, a different future with a new normal. And while we're staying at home, millions of frontline workers are helping to deliver food, essentials, and medical care to people around the world. This week, we would like to thank doctors, nurses, and those in the healthcare industry. And thank you for listening to our podcast. You can visit our website at uchicagohiddengems.com to view accompanying images, to find source information for our music and sound effects, and to subscribe to upcoming episodes. This podcast is sponsored by the Program on the Global Environment and Chicago Studies at the University of Chicago. This has been Hidden Gems.